Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tales of Recovery. Welcome back. Um, this episode is on marketing, sovereignty, and remembering that you can think for yourself. I'm going to see a little video, so don't mind me if I check on and off here at the sound. Sounds good. Sounds good. Just making sure. And I have a history of marketing education. So my, my bachelor's degree is actually in marketing, but I didn't really do that until I was, I don't know, maybe 19, 19 years old, 20 years old, whatever, whenever I finished that. But the reason that I'm on here is because I find it so interesting how brainwashed we can be with marketing. And it all starts at a young age. You know, when you're, well, I'll tell you from my perspective, growing up watching the cartoons, we were limited to what we had in my um, 19, early 70s, I guess, in Mexico City. There was one channel that had cartoons that came on, I think, I don't know, maybe half an hour. Tio Ramboin, if you're like, if you're my age, you might remember Tio Ramboin, which was this actually really scary old man. I don't know why he was the host, probably because, you know, Patrick, he, and he was a host and he had this little desk with some, with some um, toys and stuff. And he would just say, okay, next up, I don't know, it was Bugs Bunny. It was like the old cartoons. And so that was the only channel that we had access to where we could actually watch kids things. Other than that, it was telenovelas and some dumb shows I guess sports I don't know we didn't really watch tv growing up but we did watch the cartoon hour and during the cartoon hour they had commercials for kids and so besides watching the typical commercial about go get yourself a twinkie papitas, sabritas, whatever and then you just we immediately wanted to run to the store to get that there was also cartoons about toys and when it was Christmas time we had this little, uh, like an easel that my mom had for us with a bunch of letters on it. And that's how she gave us English lessons or whatever homeschooling she was trying to do with us. And when a cartoon would come up, uh, I'm sorry, a commercial would come up about a specific kind of toy, we'd be like, oh, I need that toy. I need the baby alive or I need the hungry hippos or whatever. So I'd go behind the easel and we'd write whatever toy was there. And that was going to be on the Christmas list for this year's Christmas. Sure enough, half an hour later or 20 minutes later, some other toy would come up and I would go and I'd say, no, I actually now want this one. And then another commercial would come on and then you'd go and say, well, now I have to actually have to wait this one. And this is a toy that I want actually now. I don't, I don't want that baby alive anymore. Now I want this. So whatever was the newest brainstorm on your brain about whatever was the newest thing that this tv this marketing was sending through that television was what i wanted and you know the list then had like 50 toys by the time christmas came around so then you had to like you know okay let's crop this out cross this out cross this out and what ended up winning was whatever came on the tv last because that was what was ingrained in the brain and as time went by I, I remember I used to think since I was little, these telenovelas are so fucking dumb. Why do people even watch them? They, I think, are just creating more drama than we already don't need. And, you know, time goes by, I moved to the border. And then what was the next marketing that I can remember was 
looks, you know, the magazines and how you look and what you're supposed to wear. But then we remember like when they were, you had to wear Jordash jeans. That was the thing. And it came up on the, or tap, tap cola. What a beautiful drink. You have to look like the tap cola model. You have to wear the Jordash jeans. Um, and the point I'm trying to make here is obviously we're being led by the freaking TV and the commercials. And time goes by and I got into marketing school because I love marketing. You know, we were always promoting our shows when we were doing music and, and um, I just knew that it was important and advertising and, you know, art. I thought it was art, but when I got there, I realized it's art, but it's also a bunch of manipulating of the brain and bullshit because part of the commercials that we people had to write in there for part of the, for the program was here's a bottle of shampoo. You've never used it. You don't know what's in it. It doesn't matter. Write amazing copy so that the shampoo company can put that on their shampoo bottle and pay you because it sells so well. And I saw people creating commercials. Some of them were very creative. Some of them were great. And some of them you were just new, like, oh, I've known this all along. Nobody cares what's in the shampoo or in the, you know, salad dressing. Um, I mean, now you have to have the ingredients, but but the copy about how amazing it is and how this is going to fix your life is really just created by an artist doing marketing that doesn't really, probably has never even used the product. And we go by branding and whatever is the biggest thing that is, you know, imprinted in your brain. If you saw the commercial for Dove 50 times before you went to the store, well, that's probably the soap you're going to get. And fast forward, now you're moving on to we have all these phones and social media and the news and all. And now you have to remember that. The longer you are on these screens, the longer you are watching these newscasts and these commercials, this is what's getting in this blank canvas of your brain painted on and encrypted on and, you know, hijacked. And I don't, I really don't think it's a hijacking. Um, I really think it's, it's, we have the responsibility to turn that shit off or to have an awareness of, oh, that's just a commercial. We've all known for many, many, many years that all, all of these pharmaceutical commercials that go on there about like, are you sad? Don't be sad. And then there's little Joe Boo running through the fields la, 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 with all these flowers. And if you want to feel like her, here, ask your doctor for Wobutrin or for this commercial. And then all the little side effects or this um, medicine and then all the little side effects in the bottom about how, you know, these are the side effects, stroke, blood clots, blah, 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 death. And you don't, you don't really hear those very clearly. Those are just like those small print. You know, there's only, I think, one or two countries in the whole world that are actually allowed to have commercials for their pharmaceuticals, the United States being one of them. And you think, you, you watch these commercials, and I always thought it was interesting how, oh, look at all those, look at all those sidelines on the bottom about all these side effects and why are they announcing it at such a good thing? Now, I had an experience with Irene, which was my other mom, about, I think, 11 or 12 years ago. She was very sick. Nobody knew what was going on. We took her to the doctors and scanners and whatever. And it turns out that her bones were really, really thin. Um, they were like pancakes, the doctor said. That's why she was in so much pain. They didn't know why, you know, maybe because of diet when she grew up or something in the food. 
Um, I mean, that would have been the same thing. But either way, it was um, at the point where we didn't know what to do. And she looked really, really sick. And one of the doctors that I took her with, after seeing all the doctors in Tijuana and calling in there, we ended up with some guy here up in San Diego who gave us a medication that ended up killing her. And, uh, and she ended up having a heart attack, which was a side effect of this medication. And I remember, because she didn't have any heart problems whatsoever. It was just her bones. And I remember coming back to tell this doctor, what the fuck did you do? Look at this medication. Look at the side effects. And of course, he was probably looking at me like, girl, that one was about to die anyway. But he was very sympathetic and said, you know, yes, that's one of the side effects of this medicine. But it's like, it's, you always, you know, you have to weigh, you know, what, what is the risk of, well, that's a side effect, but also maybe, you know, the other, the, if you don't give her that medicine, then she's going to be in pain and she's probably going to die anyway. Um. He didn't word it exactly like that, but I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point. Let me just check the sound. Sounds good. I'm trying to make a point about how that's, that, that was another TikTok alarm of me even focusing deeper many, many years ago on these pharmaceutical commercials that are on the TV. And I cannot, I can't tell you, my family gets so annoyed because if there's any TV commercials, well, they don't have commercials now because now everyone's on the Netflix or whatever, but prior to, if anybody watching TV, there was a commercial, turn that shit off mute it you do not need to be listening to that bullshit in the radio same if it's not music we're shutting that off what is the point of me wanting to hear about how much shoes are going to cost or buy this lollipop over here or the soap in this space like i choose my own soap and i buy what i want without the tv trying to tell me what to get and when and what is better and if i'm going to be the better neighbor if i buy you know brand a versus brand b all of this continues to grow into other areas of brainwashing, like, you know, the churches and religions. Oh, come to this church. Everyone's welcome. And so you get there and you figure out, you know, that they don't really like people that are gay or if you're using drugs, you're going to hell. And if you don't give 10% of your money. So it's all of these like things that entice you to get you in. And then once you're in, it's a bunch of lies. Um, and which is interesting how, why you know the the religious people call you know the followers of a specific leader they're sheep because sheep are really fucking dumb and they don't really think for themselves they're just walking around you know if you've ever seen a bunch of sheep you know and it's actually very interesting to see them and go oh my god for a while when i was drinking this kool-aid i didn't even think about the fact that sheep are really stupid and here we are thinking oh we hear the voice the sheep hear the voice the sheep hear the voice of marketing. They hear the voice of repetitive images and things coming in through the TV, through the radio, through the magazines, through the you know network um, marketing, through all of these forms of advertising that are just getting thrown in your face. And it's not all bad. I know we do need to get the word out of there of certain things. So what can we do is think for ourselves, have some sovereignty. Do your own research. Do not just fall into, well, if the TV said, the doctor said, if the neighbor said, it must be true. No, what do you feel in your body? You have the own, your own capacity and your ability to get in there and think about, should I drink this? Kool-Aid. Should I eat this 
toxic food? Should I cave into what everybody's saying and get this shot that I don't really feel 100% comfortable with? Should I, you know, buy this more expensive soap because it's a cuter ad? Should I just say yes to the doctor because he recommends this, this, this medication? And, you know, you don't have to any, any, at any point say yes and cave into any of these things that don't feel good with your body. Any type of doubt, any type of concern is a signal from your body to check it out twice. And in nowadays, come on, everybody has the access to at least a second or a third or even a fourth opinion. And maybe you can't afford five doctors, but you can at least Google different doctors, ask different people, pose some questions here. There's so much information going on recently in direct private messages because people are even afraid to speak out loud. Um, because of the specific situation that's happening right now. It's so separating and so intense, whether or not you agree with getting a vaccine or not, whether or not you agree with this medication or that one, or, you know, with, with a specific direction of maybe what your kids are doing nowadays. Or what do you mean they're not going to, you know, to college? What do you mean they're not going to go? They're not getting married and having kids at 26 um, because who, who says they have to? But we've been fed this, this narrative, whether it be by marketing or family systems or government, that is not is not set in stone, people. This is what this podcast is about. Nothing, none of this narrative is set in stone. You can create your own narrative. You can go and think intuitively what would be the best thing for my body, for my soul, for my wellness. And in turn, for those around me, my, my, my you know, the earth around me, because we're so up in our heads with all this marketing that we forget to get into the body. And the body is the reason we're alive. And the body is what keeps us. This is a conduit of, of prana, of earth, you know, of, of um, breath, of this energy, this life force energy. So if we can take the time to, to, to take care of our own bodies with out just looking out to see what everybody else is going to give me but really doing the research and seeing what's good for you if you sit in front of a big bowl of doritos you know that shit isn't going to be good for you now that you might you know say fuck it and eat it anyways that's the choice that you're making and there'll be consequences later and maybe once in a while you can have a dorito it's not a big deal now if all you want to do is eat doritos all day and stay in bed then you have a problem but you know what is good for you intuitively. And if you don't, maybe it's because you've been hacked by the freaking commercials and you think you have to have, you know, this fake butter on your plate, but it's not, that's not a good thing. So the more research you do, the more information you can get to on your own without just following this narrative and these marketings that are, you know, they're problematic in many ways. They're problematic in not just the fear and the, I would say the acceleration that happens in your brain as you're just thinking about it, thinking about it, scrolling, scrolling, or watching the TV, freaking the fuck out because now there's a new variant and now we're all really going to die. Well, what happens when you turn it off? Think about, oh, I've been marketed to my entire life. I really wanted those Twinkies since I was five years old because that was what the commercial said. 
Then they came up with chocolate Twinkies, chocolate chip Twinkies, Oreo Twinkies, and every time you wanted the different one. Connected to that way of brainwashing, what is happening perhaps now in this fear washing or in specific um, pressures of the family washing, if we want to call it that. Go back and realize that everything is information going into the brain with an intention of controlling you, of selling you something. And who benefits when you buy it? You certainly don't. The Twinkie owner does. So fuck the Twinkie owner. You know Twinkies are horrible for you. They're plastic. If you want to live a long, healthy life, you have to be eating raw foods, you know, vegetables. I mean, you can cook foods you don't have i'm just saying like real foods real whole foods and be outdoors like you're supposed to we're in too much concrete go hug a tree go regulate do whatever you need to do to get rooted and grounded rooted and grounded is very easy you take off your shoes you walk outside to the grass or you go to the beach or to the park if you don't have grass at your house and place your feet on the ground and you will be grounding not woo-woo shit. You are part of the earth. The elements in your body are the same elements that make the earth. So something happens inside of your body when you do this, as well as dance or, or exercise or move or do yoga. And when you are able to get a little bit further, deeper into your body, then the machinery and all the marketing and all the craziness going on in your head starts to slow down. And there's space, you create space for your knowing, for your intuition to come up and say, oh yeah, these commercials about these pharmaceuticals are fucking, like, they're not real. Somebody out there is trying to make a buck out of my capacity for fear. And, you know, all the marketing and all those toys that you don't really need but you want. So what is this doing? This is make, this is another, just like a little note of noticing how these signals, these messages make you, make you want, they make you want. I want this. I want that. I want protection. From what? That's a good question. Protection from what? And this is my you know, this is a this is a podcast. This is a twenty minutes on being aware of marketing and what you are. It's one thing to have an instruction of what this is for, right? Like you market an event. It's going to be a concert. You know, U two is going to be playing. These are the songs. Okay, and then you know what you're getting. You're going to go to this gym. There's fifty machines. You can do them. Okay, you're going to go to the yoga class. But it's very different when somebody sells, tells you, this is a tea, and there's, you know, this is the most amazing thing you're ever going to feel in your life, and you won't ever feel depressed, and then I start jumping around, and you don't even know what herbs are in the tea, but you're buying it because the commercial looked good. <laughs> hmm. We're smarter than we think, people. We are more powerful than we think and that we know. So sovereignty, the capacity to own your own body to make your own decisions, to trust that you know what's best for you and those around you in an informative and in a healthy, conscious way. Of course, when you're not hurting anybody, we're not supposed to be hurting anybody. 
do no harm. Um, however, do no harm does imply responsibility for your own process of what's in your head, where those beliefs are coming from, and whether or not they're true. So think for yourself is a little small message of this video. It's coming up in Spanish as well. Um, give me a few minutes here. I got to go to class. But thank you for listening. Share. Think for yourself. Send me your notes. Let me know what you thought about this. And we'll talk to you soon.